going to VAR. They're checking. <laughs> hey, Connie. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. Yo, yo, yo. We're back again with another episode of the VAR Bar Podcast. It's a new year. Things are looking positive-ish for some clubs. Um, we're hoping we're going to have fans back in the stadiums. But for now, you got the boys back at the bar. Welcome, my boys. Yo, yo. Oh, good. What's happening? It's good. Um, you know, last week we discussed so many games. Um, we're at that <laughs> period where, you know, games are just, you know, back, coming back and one after the other. Um, teams are, you know, this is when we start to see who's got their squad depth. Um, and as you all will be listening, we've just had the FA Cup weekend. Um, yeah, so we're going to go into that later. But first, I just want to chat to the boys. And, you know, we spoke about this in the past where we said we can't have a circuit break because it just wouldn't benefit the clubs. But for those who've been watching the news, it's obvious, it's clear. Cases are rising. It's now starting to affect the clubs from the Premier League all the way to the uh, lower divisions. Um, and now, you know, it's, it's a real concern because as we'll go into the games later, there were some games where teams have had to field the under-18s, under-23s. Um, I just want to get the views again. Like, what we what we saying? Do you know, c- could we see the league postponed or, you know, paused? Because we said it, it, it wouldn't financially help nor would it help the players with their fitness. But the way cases are moving right now and more clubs having outbreaks, um, it's looking a bit mad. I, I want to hear you guys and your thoughts on this one. Um, yeah, I've, it's such a tricky one, isn't it? Because I almost think that if they are going to do a circuit break for a month or for, for however long it, it, it's going to work for, then they almost have to write off the Euros in the summer because that's basically what we're fighting against. We're fighting against the time in between the season ending and obviously the Euros happening. Yet we can't, but obviously the UK are, are struggling. Obviously everywhere in, in, in Europe is struggling with coronavirus, but we're, we're, we're struggling even more than a lot of other countries. So it, yeah, it's almost like we almost have to carry on playing because there's almost no other alternative. I think I as well, oh, sorry, you go. No, no, you go, Jake. Well, I was just going to say, I think I completely agree with Charlie. It's the sense that there's just there's just going to be no time. The fixture congestions, as you mentioned, when you, everything's just coming one after the other after the other. There's just no simple time. And financially, I mean, they're not going to do it, let's be fair. But a lot of these outbreaks, I'm, I think might be a controversial view, but these players have been absolute idiots about it. Yeah. Like, how many players can you name off the top of your head that have been caught going out? Like Milivojevic and Mitrovic. You've got Mendy hosting his party. You've got Walker hosting his party. It's absolutely abysmal. And the fact that these players aren't actually getting punished for it either, like how are they not receiving bans is absolutely yeah, bullshit. I think they need to... They need to um, I, read, I was reading somewhere um, earlier that they've um, written letters to all Premier League clubs basically reinstating the rules. I think they mentioned that there is going to be sort of more severe punishment for anyone that, but I don't think they've like outlined exactly what that punishment will be. But yeah, as Jake just mentioned, there needs to be some form of um, punishment at all. But nothing. how footballers are looking at it now, which I, in a sense I kind of agree, is they're looking at it and like, for example, when people in the government were 
breaking lockdown um, legislation, nothing happened to them. So it's almost like why should footballers be be reprimanded worse, if, if that makes sense? So it's it's a hard one, isn't it? And I think personally, I think footballers need to realise they're in a in a really lucky position to to be able to do what they love and obviously what they, they work. But at the same time, it's like if people above us or above footballers aren't being punished for their actions, why should footballers? So it's it's, it's, a, it's a tough one, man. For me, I, I understand where that argument comes from, but it is bullshit. Like, we all know, because a lot of them come out with the excuse, don't they? Like, oh, I didn't know what the rules were. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I just got mental sense. It's like, you know you're not supposed to be socialising. Mm. Like, that is just pure common sense, and it's just pure and utter greed. Like, it is them yeah, going, I've... I'm above the law. Yeah, I'm basically. above all these people. Like, the NHS, that's strained beyond belief. I won't go into that, obviously. But it's just, for me, it's pathetic. It really is. Like, I get really angry with it because we've all made so many sacrifices over the last year or so. And it does, it's the same as when the government would do it. It just feels like you're having all those sacrifices thrown in your face. face, Especially when they have not been, like, like, they just get to go back to their lives. Like, how many times has Carl Walker broke it now? Just out of one instance. What, three, four times? What's happened? He's missed a couple games. That's it. He's not been suspended. That's it. I mean, what this shows me is that if you have the means, you will break the law. That's what it's showing me because you can see footballers, they have the means to go around us and politicians and people who are, who we can see breaking the law, they have the means to get around um, the, the lockdown. So clearly it's, uh, it shows, it's showing me that if you have the means and, you know, if you want to do anything in terms of going out and socialising, you will. And that's just human nature. I think it's come to a point where people are, possibly getting tired of being in lockdown and it's not an excuse but it's clearly going to be a it's clearly a thing yeah it's draining it's it's draining and it's also not exclusive to footballers in regards to the means normal civilians are breaking the law as well everyone is doing it so i don't really think that we should punish them because it's just like shalom said it's a human thing all that, the, all that the, the coaches, all that they can do, or the clubs, or the coaches, all that can they can do is tell the players not to do it and be focused and rare, tear, tear. That's all you can do. But what they're doing in their spare time, you can't control that. So, yeah, when you say that, Scotland have done it. So, Scotland have put in bans for players. So, I think I can't remember the actual names for them, but I know like Rangers had a couple of players, they've been banned for seven games each. Um, Kilmarnock and St. Mirren, they had massive outbreaks because their players were outwardly breaking the rules. So, they had their games taken off them, they had to forfeit the games. I think it's absolutely fair to because yeah, uh, I agree like, with that man. There should be I agree too, yeah. yeah, yeah, and you know what as well, right? Like in terms of, I think around Christmas we were always going to expect a lot more cases because the government said you can see family, etc. And people obviously, when you get an inch, they take a mile. But they've got to go back to like the the harsh like punishment March, of yeah. you can't do anything now. You're locked in. That's it because then there's no like sort of blurred line between what can we do what can't we do and that's why I think now that's been put in place I can't see it happening for the foreseeable I think that the the cases will drop now and football like football is what we have man we need it they can't be pulling it I feel like footballers need to realise that though and I think that's that's my qualm with footballers I almost think that they need to realise they're in a position of power bro they're humans bro come on yeah but hear this yeah you, on, like if, if if you get caught like um, socializing, there is there is fines in place for people that are are caught um, breaking lockdown rules. Mm. So footballers are no different. 
if you're if you're out there breaking lockdown rules, there should be fines and there should be punishment, and there should be even more punishment because you're still allowed to do what you want. This is these are people in the public eye as well. It's a little bit different exactly. to your normal civilians where like if you or me were to break the rules, those things aren't documented, those things aren't printed on the front pages. Yeah. I agree. But, but when when you get the likes of you know the Jaden Sanchos and the Carl Walkers who are are known people, you know, get breaking the rules, it, it does it does travel. Oh, well, Jason Sanchez out here. Why can't I be? That's to me. That's, to me. Yeah, exactly. what, I agree. What, what I find a bit baffling is it's not like they are being kind of caught by other other media. They're posting it. Yeah, <laughs> so, they're being they're caught yeah. by their family. They're posting. So bad, man. It's so very, so bad. It's really stupid. But your this conversation has made me realize: is it because people don't fear repercussions? So, say if the government like started a a department that deals with this. So essentially, they can just say, "Listen, as a footballer, you 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 broke curfew as it, as it is. You're being fined fined seventy. Oh, yeah, it will change hundred percent. Yeah. So it's not necessarily the FA dealing with it or the clubs dealing with it. It's a department that you don't have any kind of save to. And of course, then that fear will stop people from going out. Yeah, I think that'd uh, be good. You know. Yeah, that's and, a good idea, man. So it, it appears that everything all leads back to the government and we don't even want to have this conversation but yeah. it's just being poorly handled and as such people will just like Calvin said if you give an inch they'll take a mile so that's literally what's happening and it also appears to me that people are happy to take the risk just to enjoy that's another conversation we should have yeah people... yeah as you said there um, Shalom we don't want to go into the government because we already know um, of the mess they've made but however we are fortunate enough to still have um, football on our screens um, and we're going to start off with the last um, Premier League game of the last fixture of um, last weekend sorry and that was Liverpool versus Southampton at St Mary's and boy a certain certain man came back to bite back at Liverpool Andy talk to me my brother you know Looking, things are looking good and comfy, but things are looking a bit tight now. Hmm. Yeah, man. So, um, yeah, we went into the Southampton game looking over our shoulder because I think um, United won their game and they were on equal points as us with, with a game in hand. So this was basically a must-win game for, for us. Um, however, our record at the St. Mary's was perfect. So I thought um, Southampton on, on paper nowadays is a difficult game, but... Obviously, the, the psychological side of things, we probably get a dub from there. Um, it didn't happen. <laughs> Basically, from the first minute, um, uh, Howler from, um, what's his name? What's his name? Trent, I think. Uh, they Ward Frost scooped it over the wall, scooped it over Trent. Trent didn't deal with it. And then um, Ings brilliantly lobbed it over Allison. What a finish, man. Great finish. Um, yeah, and then... From the, then, it, the game just went how I expected it to go. It was kind of a one-way traffic. We tried to um, get in behind them. We couldn't. We pushed. We puffed. And then, yeah, eventually it ended up at L, man. What can I say? Poor game from us. Andy, my God, you're sounding deflated, fam. What one? <laughs> it was a poor game, man. Because I think just like um, the last couple of games, Newcastle that we discussed, then before that, West Brom as well. It was a similar story uh, where we, where the te- teams are just sitting back. They're happy to play on a counter or whenever they get their goal. 
they know they know kind of like against Liverpool we, we can get a goal and once we get a goal we can sit back because they they don't necessarily have the um collective creativity to get get behind us um so yeah so those those three teams they kind of done that well um especially Newcastle and also no nah, not Newcastle especially um Southampton sorry um they defended as a group well and it was very frustrating to see our top players um not doing much um Thiago came on late late in that late in the second half in that game and offered some sort of um quality from midfield uh, giving us passes that our other midfielders wouldn't wouldn't do um but yeah it wasn't to be man still at all. I'm very disappointed United are coming they're playing their game in hand soon against Burnley as well so yeah, we're not in the driving seat anymore. And you, you want to, in a title race, you want to be in a driving seat, whether it's one point, two points ahead. You just want to be ahead. And that's not happening right now. So, yeah. So what's happening in the league form? Because when you look back at it, Andy, your last three fixtures, you've only collected two points. <laughs> Bro, like I said, man, like I said, I think I think it's also like um, what Kenna explained, that we're missing the um, element of surprise of Hotter. So obviously with Salah, Firmino and Mane who have been in the who have been in the league for several years, people kind of know what to expect from them. Um mm. it doesn't help that Salah especially um is not really informed in terms of scoring. Uh Mane tries but he hasn't got his shooting boots on either and obviously Firmino is Firmino. We you know about him. So yeah, it's peak for us man in terms of scoring even in the FA Cup game poor man i wasn't even remotely moved very upset right. with that game we'll, we'll get to the fa cup game because we're going to be jumping up um competitions as league so that was obviously the final game of um that weekend um games week for premier league in the midweek we then had the efl semi-finals and it's Andy there who's just been mentioning um one team that's knocking on liverpool's door is man united um they were one of the um games as they've went to fa- to play Man City, um, Prez and Char, another semi final for Ole, another semi final defeat. Don't sound too happy. <laughs> I mean, I want to. I know. I know. Obviously, we we want to earn it, but Char, you expressed your you know your anger at the fact that look, yeah. this is now your fourth semi final and your fourth defeat. Mm-hmm. What's, what's what's happening there, man? Yeah, man. Um, it, obviously, just to touch on the game. Um, it was, I think, as a whole, it was a cagey affair in the sense that I think City were a better team. It was quite. It, it kind of reminded me of of the, the Arsenal game when Arsenal came to Old Trafford in the sense that they had a lot more of the balls. Um, I don't think there was a lot of clear cut chances, but they were the better team. If that makes sense, um, it was a, a sort of a very sort of cagey affair. Um, I think, yeah, the first half was yeah the less said about the better. It was a good game, but cagey affair. Um, the second half, I think um, it was, uh, to be fair, we, we conceded two goals from set pieces and I think we could have done a lot better with them. Um, I think the first one, I think it was Rashford and Pogba maybe, who could have cleared the ball um, first time round. Um, it, it came into our box and then Stones was there to sort of guide it in um, to make it 1-0. Um, and obviously, Man City are one of the toughest teams to go 1-0 down because Obviously, their their tactics are to sort of keep the ball, um, and obviously for 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 you to 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 get out and and obviously do 
do what you need to do and get a goal back. You you have to come out and and, and you then leave space in behind. But I don't feel like they really threatened that much in the second half. We we were pushing, but we had no quality. I feel like we weren't very decisive in the final third. Um, and then I think it was sort of in around sort of seventy eightieth minute, maybe um, another corner. Um, AWB. Um, I think originally um, Marshall should have cleared the ball. Um, I think it skimmed off the top of his head. Then um, AWB, um, he basically clears it out, and then Fernandinho with a sort of a good sort of volley. Yeah, um, AWB man. Yeah, half a half-hearted half-hearted head, head clearance away. Like yeah, um, but yeah. It, it, in, do, do you know what? It's I'm, I'm more angry at the fact that it was a semi-final as opposed to maybe the game in itself. I think we just came against a a team that on their day and on our day, I think they're just better. Um, and it it all ties in with with how I how I know sometimes and I, I especially with some of the guys in the group chat, um whenever we're playing certain teams, I'll always be like, Oh, this game smells like because I know that although we've made a lot of progress um between sort of in the last sort of eighteen months, that we still got quite a long way to go. Um and I know if we come against like an unformed Liverpool, for example, an unformed um city, we're not good enough to beat them as of yet if we're not we we basically have to basically hope that City and Liverpool, for example, aren't at their best for us to get a result. Um, and that's just a work in progress, isn't it? But yeah, I'm very even though it's uh, out of the three big um, pieces of silverware, the the car, the um, the cup isn't something that um, will sort of chain make or break our season. But I'm just more annoyed at the fact that we didn't break the quote unquote hoodoo that we have at the moment with. Um, the semi-final thing, and it's gonna it's gonna mount a lot more pressure on on Ole if he doesn't sort of um, deliver on 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 some of his promises um, later on in the season. Um, I rate that man. I mean, obviously, an honest review from yourselves. Um, but can I just quickly shout out um, John Stones, man? Um, big performance. He's he's had some really big performance recently recently for Man City. He's turned around. Um, I would say his chances for getting back into the England squad, I, I can definitely see if he carries oh, on. De- oh, definitely, hundred percent, hundred percent. He's definitely knocking on the door um, for Gareth, and obviously, you know, with other defenders not so much performing well or injured, that he could definitely get them get himself in there. Uh, shout um, out, not even shout him out in there because he's a pagan, because he's an opia, but Diaz, that game, yeah, like I was in awe of him watching that game. Not, not even the fact that I feel like he had to do a lot of defending. But everything that came near him, he just dealt with. Um, he was yeah, he him. was yeah. he was unbelievable, and I've I've noticed him in a few games, but obviously I don't think they've played that many like big games since he's arrived. But that game in particular, he was he was. I think as I think someone said in the chat, he's making Stones look a lot more sure than what Stones has looked at um, next to other people. That's cap man, that's cap. I think and so. I'm, I'm a Stones hater, man. I that's think I, that's, that's that's my opinion, and that's my opinion. I think don't get me wrong. Stones has been playing well. I'm not saying that he hasn't you know, been playing Stones well. Stones but... has been dealing with his own. He's been targeted the last couple of games, and he's been dealing with everything, bro. No, because so... do you remember the arguments that we used to have with Gomez and Van Dyke? Not to say that obviously my man's like Van Dyke, and I'm not yeah, saying yeah. that, but I'm saying that you know when you're playing next to someone, you're so sure that you can almost concentrate on your own work, knowing that. The guy, the Donny next to you, is just gonna clear yeah, it all up. True, say he played with Otamendi and the man. <laughs> you got what I'm saying? It's a psychological thing, and I'm not to say that he's carrying him. I'm saying that like he's when you know you're next to someone, it. yeah, oh, you yeah, just know that someone's you know on point. You're gonna be able to just f- focus on yourself. 
Mm. It's also helped yeah. a lot with Stones because it came out, didn't it, that he's had like trouble with his personal life with his partner. So I think he's finally like moved on from that. And it's also felt like with Stones because he's always injured. Like it seems yeah. to be that his muscles are held together with like sticky tape. That he's now finally had like a run of games, run of games, yeah, and just having that ability and like you say, like to build that centre back partnership. You can only build that with time together. If you're not playing together, it's never going to be productive. Like I think there was something stupid about how when you look at title winners, like you look at their centre back pairing and they just play so many games so together. Many games together yeah, and like you say, with Diaz being the serve one, he's the one that's talking. Like it's crazy for a guy who's coming in, probably not having that great a grasp of the English language, to come in and four months later he's dominating that line. Like, and with Edison being injured as well, and with the other characters in that line, like especially left back, you don't really have a major player there to come in and really assert, be assertive. Like they're keeping Laporte out of the team. Yeah, who you could very, you could easily make the argument is the second best centre back in the Premier League before this run of games. No, facts. Facts. No, he, yeah, he, he definitely deserves his flowers, man. He's been a big, big signing. And I think they only got him for 60 when, when certain man, certain, certain man's club signed, 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 their, signed their world-class centre-back for 80, by the way, if I talk. <laughs> but with, with John Stones, don't you think that, like, Pep, I guess Pep has to, to hold a little bit of praise as well because he could have easily turned his back on Stones and said, mm. you know, you've had mm. enough chances within the team to show what you can do uh, and you ha- you haven't done that so I'm I'm just going to you know look to sell you in the next window but he's he's instilled some faith in him and shown trust and I'm sure that's given uh, Stone's confidence in I return, think, I it, think so. the re- I think the reason for that is I think Stone's is just the exact type of defender he wants he wants, yeah. wants yeah. that's why so he's he, not, he, he just he was stayed patient with him Exactly there. that's yeah. what it was he he was never it was just probably the outside noise but he was never I think Wasn't he like one of his first signings when he came yeah, it was one of his say, first signings, yeah. Would you not say that it's because also Garcia kind of has is like coming out of the picture as well? Because Pep was starting to side more with Garcia. I thought he that, obviously wants yeah. to leave. Mm. So he he thought, ah, oh, you know, Stones is here at the club. I might as well just keep him on. And I feel that, like could, Garcia, that could be a possibility. That Garcia guy, I think he was good on the ball, but I think he lacked physicality from what but I remember. That's what I'm saying, that they're very similar in terms of... Like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, 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 true. Yeah. All right, so that was the well, one of the semi-finals. Um, the other one, so that's Man City through to another final, um, of the Caribbean Cup, as we like to call it. Um, the other semi-final, see strides. Um, Spurs faced Brentford at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Easy, easy touch. Mm. Fam, we'll get onto these draws, by the way, because fam, that's Spurs. <laughs> easy touch. Low, Talk to me, about time you got a decent draw. What do you mean? <laughs> don't forget, yeah, don't forget, we had to play Chelsea in in the the first round, and we beat them on penalties. So put some respect on the thing. But now, obviously, we've been a bit lucky, man, with the, with the draw. But um, yeah, man, um, it's a game that we we always supposed to win. But I was always nervous, same way going into it. Um, and in the end, it was a routine 2 0 victory. Um, a little bit lucky because VAR was brought in for the first time um. in the semis. And the goal that they had disallowed. That should have I been mean, a goal, bro. It should have been a goal. Man was off, what was it? His kneecap? I think yeah. it was. And like, he couldn't really see his kneecap. Yeah, it was a bit, bit weird that I guess, obviously, when they draw the lines, you never really know what it's going to be. But yeah. we got that bit of luck. And um, yeah, we got the win. Obviously, Son got the, the second goal. Um, I think we're always going to win the game. It's just about the final now, isn't it? Really, like whether we can actually 
get through that last hurdle. We've been to semi-finals before and, and lost, so it was nice to win. But as a Premier League side, you're expected to win that. And you asked me, I think I was asked in the chat, like, who do I want in the final? And I said, I'll take either. And when when City won, I was a bit like, oh, no, I kind of want United. Because, <laughs> um, you know, you know, Pep and, Pep and this cup, man, like, he just always seems to win it. But at the same time, Jose always wins the, the League Cup in, in, mm-hmm. in his first yeah, season. Yeah, Mourinho loves the League Cup. Yeah, he always loves yeah. Chelsea. Yeah. He wanted to win that because that set the ground in February. Like, even when really I invigorated United. everyone. Exactly. Even, even, sorry, Cal, correct me if I'm wrong, Jake, even in his second spell, at Chelsea, was this not the yeah. first cup we won as well? Yeah, when Actually we won beating uh, Mauricio Pochettino at Spurs, I think 2015. Was yeah, it? it was. It was when so it was his second year when we bought like Costa and Fabregas and really like strengthened yeah, our yeah, pen. I remember that, you know? Yeah, he, I was at that he, game, man. I swear John Terry scored a header. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I left at that point. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like he, he always said that was because when you get to February, March, like you need that sense of right, this is us as a winning squad. And I think especially for Spurs, like the whole thing is about not winning a trophy. Like you can tell Mourinho is. I'd even suggest I don't know who you're going to be playing around that. I could easily see him resting players around that to oh, make sure know, that you know he's fully firing for. Yeah. Do you know what? That's an interesting point. And like, I think based on, you know, we were speaking earlier about the season being put on hold and things like that. If we reach all finals, yeah, because obviously it's been moved back to April, this mm-hmm. final, like our run is just ridiculous. We're playing there enough every three every, days. Yeah, yeah. Like I, he's going to have to rotate it. And I, and I wonder how that will affect um, the cup final because at the same time, I think the cup finals on the 25th of April and yeah. the Europa League semi, if we get there, is three days later. So it's like, what do you prioritise? And you've obviously got the league as well. Who knows where we'll, where we'll be at that point. So Especially yeah. if you're outside Spurs, the top four. Spurs are fun, yeah. man. Yeah, it's going to be Even, gonna be even with, your, with your games in hand, no. uh, it, it's tight. I wouldn't yeah. say they are, though, because for the first time, I'm starting to see it. I know Max, um, Dave, I know you're going to be listening to this, Max. He has said that you guys have got a bit of a depth now. And when I look at your team, I'm thinking, yo, you guys actually have options off the bench. So, well, it's one of those things that not, they not do the have best. options. Not the best, but... but the fixtures. It's not yeah, even the that. It's not even that. The fixtures will pile up because yeah. in February, obviously, Europa League, they start a week before the Champions League. The It's the 32 before you go to the last 16. Yeah. So, they yeah. even have that Bro, I don't, I don't know how they're gonna do it, yeah. man. But huh, it's not my problem. You could easily see it in those <laughs> situations, bro. You could easily see it where they play like a Sunday, a Tuesday, a Thursday, then a Sunday. Bro, if you, yeah. Especially yeah. if you That's get postponements, amazing, which that you can't survive yeah. that. No, like yeah. you, you'd have to do what you're doing right now. That is an excuse, though, Carvin. If yeah. you might end up finishing you tenth, you can use, use so that as an wait, excuse. Wait, excuse that with all your might, mate. <laughs> you can use that, mate. Do you know I don't what? think Jose's going to allow. He's already teeing it up, man. Have you not heard what he's been saying I know, recently? I know, I know. He's teeing it up. He's already put <laughs> the pressure on FA. I'll be honest. Like Jose, he can say what he wants. Me, yeah. I'm I'm out of excuses now for this whole thing. If we don't bag a trophy this year, I'm done. So <laughs> there right. is no time for excuses anymore. If you get the the, the Caribbean Cup and 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 top four, you're taking that, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Gee, give me that now and, and <laughs> the season's done. Gee, I'm yeah. gassed. Like, I don't so. care. Obviously, people are going to say, like, your Kenners and whatever. Oh, it's the League Cup and whatever else. I hear that. But when you've seen it's one trophy you. in your lifetime, yeah. I'm 25, G. <laughs> like, I need to see... the heart right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, bro, like, you, man, like, when I hear certain man moaning, like, even Arsenal fans, you've still seen FA Cups. You get me? You've still seen trophies, silverware being lift up at the end of the season. I've seen nothing. Ledley King, 
Jonathan Woodgate, Robbie Keane, them man. So listen, give me the Carabao Cup now and a top four finish. Listen, give me the Carabao Cup on its own and I'll take it. But is it? Yeah, hundred percent. But it will be interesting to see how he manages the squad with the fixture pile up and obviously potentially the Villa game being off. It will be tight, but yeah, we've we've got somewhat a squad to deal with it. So we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, very happy with the Brentford game, man. Into a final. It's just a bit of a shame that it's not going to be in February. I think we could have done with that, but yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So obviously, yeah, we've got the date April the twenty fifth. You did say there you would have liked United, but now you got City. Um, Going to be a very interesting game. Yeah. You want you want the cup now? Are you backing yourself for that cup? I'm gonna to have to, man. I'm gonna to have to go on live on on air and say oh, yeah because I backed it in the chat. So, <laughs> man, they might draw for receipts. Now I think look, we've we played them already in the league. Obviously, different circumstance. Maybe caught them cold on the day. Um, I think what Charles said is a good point. If City go one nil up in that game, the way we set up and the way we play could be very difficult. But Jose. Cup final against City, who we've got a good record against, even under Pochettino. I fancy us, man. Um, but it's, who, it's who knows? A really good game. I think. It's yeah, fifty-fifty for me. Yeah, yeah, it could go either way, definitely. Yeah. And as well, like we don't know at, at the time where we're gonna each yeah. be in the league, Squad, yeah. like yeah. Champions League. Who's gonna be injured? Could Very be Corona. True. Like, there's so many different things that could be factors. So it yeah, is just exactly. a thing where at the time we'll see what, where we are at, but we need it, man. Boy, and who it. knows um, with how things are going this could be well, maybe the first game with fans back in because obviously the reason why they pushed it was because they were, they were trying to get fans back into the stadium so yeah. oh, is that why? yeah that's why they pushed it to try to see if they could get fans in for that final they should allow that for 20 Boy, at this rate so what what's going to happen with Euros then Pete because fam I've got yeah. my tickets uh, yeah. I need to be yeah. there <laughs> It's true, it's true, it's true. Listen, you know, we all know, man, it's club of a country, Bundle Euros. If it needs to if it needs to be pushed back, it needs to be pushed back. Yeah. Well, we've got the World Cup next year now. We can't uh, push it back. We only anymore. care about the World Cup, man, to be honest. Yeah, to be uh, fair. Could could Andy just said, yeah, that could this could be the first Euros that's probably ever because the, because I don't understand why they're still maintaining the doing it in different countries thing during this. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. They should do it just one country. And this is actually the worst time to happen as well. The worst time to be doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what it probably is? It's probably be just like they can't actually take charge and say, right, we're just going to do it in one country because they've already agreed, right, we're going to give Spain this amount of games and they yeah. don't want to go, oh, do you know what? We're going to take it off you actually because of COVID. Because it's as soon as they too. say, oh, Spain, France, Germany, we're giving it to England, they'll be like, why the hell are you giving it to them? It's not Euro 2021 England. Mm. I think it was just a good idea in the beginning, obviously, for every yeah. European country to share it. But right now, as you said, they need an executive why, decision. Why not, why not just do the bubble? The bubble thing. So but that's what I'm saying, that they need the yeah. executive decision to just yeah, keep my, it in my a bubble. Point is like, similar, similar to how they did with the Euros, um, not the Euros, the uh, Euros Champions League, League and the Champions League. Just, yeah, like, one, yeah. just everybody does uh, their COVID tests. They're regularly tested. Every all the players are just in one bubble for the whole tournament. Like, why don't they just? Yeah, do that? yeah. Do you know what? It, it may it may look like that now, but obviously, like we've just said there, I think Jake said it's the issue of the how they've all agreed to do um, different countries. So you know, it's a long time from now. Yeah. We'll see what they're going to come and say because, yeah, that, that's that's a, that's a mess in its own. But like Andy suggested there, no one cares about the Euros. Could be a, a possibility that they scrap it. Um, and then we just prepare ourselves for the World Cup, which is technically going to be in December. So there's a lot of time. I mean, could you have could you have two tournaments in 2020-22? <laughs> I mean, I bet FIFA could find a way to fit it all in, whether or yeah, not it would do anything. But 
or even like you remember African Cup of Nations always around January. Mm. Who knows if Euros is then pushed to January of 2022, and then we have the World Cup in December. You man year. know this ain't getting cancelled. They didn't cancel the friendlies, bro. In like earlier this this um, international breaks when yeah, they were on. Of course, they're yeah. not gonna. Yeah, that's a good point, Abel. Because then we've also got to think about the World Cup qualifiers have to be yeah. played. So, boy, this is already giving me a headache, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the only good thing is the football does not stop. Yeah, boy. And obviously, the football did not continue to stop. I'm going to stick with you, Calvin, still, as um, the main attraction of this weekend was the FA Cup. Um, <laughs> I know we said Brentford was a good time for you lot. <laughs> I don't know who you might have bussing, but yeah, <laughs> Marine or FC. <laughs> yeah, dry, man. Obviously, 5 0 expected. Game. Big up, big up them though, man. To get to this this oh, yeah. the competition and like it's good for them 100%. and like yeah. But um, in terms of us, yeah, like routine victory, really, not much to say about it. Nice see Vinicius on the score sheet, um, with a hat trick. But yeah, and Alfie Devine got a goal. Um, but so, yeah, man. One of our boys, Max, again, who's probably listening, called him the Star Boy of Spurs. <laughs> Did you yeah. know um. Well, obviously, I haven't seen a lot of him, but from what I have seen and from what I've read, he is going to be a top talent. But um, obviously, he signed him at fifteen. I think he's sixteen now. Oh, um, is he from the academy? Is he? No, we we signed him from Wigan. Um, yeah. uh, he was fifteen at the time. He's a don. I got drink water sent off, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he but after him scoring today, he's our youngest ever goal scorer. Um, which is obviously a nice achievement for him. Look, time will tell, innit? Like, I don't know about Starboy and them things there, but um, he's definitely got talent. He's got ability. Um, we'll just see if he if he gets an opportunity under Jose. Probably not. But just in and around, like, if we get another decent draw in the FA Cup, nice him get some more minutes. Yeah, see what happens. What's his name again? Because I think Andy asked. Who is it? Alfie Devine. Alfred Devine. He did look yeah. tidy though, but obviously we have to consider opposition. But he did yeah. look he did look tidy. But yeah. Yeah, he took his goal well, man. Like it was yeah. he got it off the left, cut inside and whipped it near post. Like it's a good finish. So yeah, it's good for him, man. Good good confidence builder and that. But oh, yeah, boy. just kick kick it with the under twenty three. The, the, the star boy talk from, from Max is I don't know about that, but <laughs> just, do you know what I mean? You know, Max is gonna be so loud enough fans. he hears this. <laughs> no, but certain Tottenham fans like to get a bit excited, man, like before do you know what I mean this, <laughs> Let there the man be, play ball and there should be reasons for this because obviously this, this is seeing, not actually. I'm seeing articles say wonder kid and that you know. Yeah, because you don't you don't really hear many youths come out of Tottenham, you know. Yeah. I mean, there was Troy Parrot, but obviously. Who? Yeah, big up man like Parrot, man. Come on, you man. said who? <laughs> so it's it's good. No, no, it's good for Tottenham because I think Calvin, you you'd agree that. There's, there isn't such a big. I mean, you you get um, what's his name Tanganga. He came from the. He's done well. Yeah. But yeah, you don't get a lot coming. What from big you. player has Spurs produced from the academy? Harry Kane, dog. What are you talking about? Oh, oh stupid questions like yeah. that, man. Oh. <laughs> he went out on loan, man. Hey, wasn't he? Wasn't he at uh, Arsenal? He knew. Uh, I knew allow it, man. <laughs> <laughs> No, so wait, was, Andy, was that a serious question or was you joking? No, no, it was actually a serious question. But I didn't even think about Harry Kane, to be honest. Because he went, someone mentioned that he went out alone as well, Calvin. Like, so? No, 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 but he's Harry still King's a product of the academy. Otherwise, Chelsea would have never produced anyone. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Who have you produced, by the way? Just out of curiosity. 
What, are you speaking to me here, Tabs? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, Chelsea. Bro, they got a long list, bro. Well, we got a long list of people that have played for other people. No, but I mean, we're, talking right. about, we're talking about like club legends and that. Oh, oh. then Terry. Okay, cool, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. I'll Boy, that, that, that shot him up. <laughs> what about Arsenal? Saka's a legend already, no? Uh, Says Fabregas. Says Fabregas, bro. bro. He well, was a legend for Chelsea. Fabregas yeah, came yeah. fifth. Uh, exactly. Uh, are you going to say Fabregas from the academy? Wait, can I, yes, can he I just is. say that? Come on, oh, no, no, he's yes, not. He's he not. brother. Yes, that is that is the academy. Are you okay, bro? What have you done? What have you done? Can I say? Are you alright? Paul Pogba came to Man United at sixteen and fifteen rather, and he's academy. Come on, bro. He's not a product. Like, don't you know Paul? Anyway, they don't know Paul. Yes, that, he is. Is that a product? Is that like yes. product from the academy? I mean, it's still we've academy. Got, we, we've got Tony Adams. We'll catch your cherry with Tony Adams. There we go. Um, For, for anyone listening as well, and as well, guys, um, you should check out... Um, was it? Hey, no ball, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> you should check out... For, sorry, for our listeners and even you guys, um, last night I actually listened to Ray Paolo was talking about Arsenal legends and he had a good point about you know what Saka potentially um, he's saying who, who deserves a statue as you know the Emirates there's three statues at the moment Dennis Bergkamp um, Tony Adams and Thierry Henry he was saying obviously Arsene Wenger is probably the next person that deserves a statue there and he actually said Saka could be the next person if he was to do like a you know a 10 year career at Arsenal so that, that's a good discussion to see guy land before we start talking about statues right yeah, 100%. I'd agree with Pre- Prez on that, to be fair. Yeah, that is, that's mad yeah, what's, to be saying what's that, what's that already. Prez? Let him, let him land first, man. No, 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 no. Of course, that's, no, that's what he's saying. He's not saying he's getting one straight away, but he's saying he has the potential to get one. Don't you think that talk is a bit mad, like, even at this point? Like to yeah, 100%. Because I'd say there's a lot of players that have been legends that still haven't got statues. So, like, players like Vieira hasn't got a statue. I think I think what he's well, I think what he's saying is it would be nice to have a a, a youth player that came but we do we do and... we do we've got Tony Adams okay then that will be your re- response we should give Tony Adams a statue he well, has he has one, has one. He has he has one. one. okay yeah, yeah he has one my bad then yeah there you go then so it's a good point, I guess, but I get your point, Prez. It's too yeah, early to I, I get your point, Prez, as well. But he's just we were just trying to say, look, um Often. from how obviously Tony Adams did it, that as well, he's got the potential to do that. But yeah, it is very early talk. Yeah. But I, I recommend Tony Adams to got that. titles, you know. I'd say I'd I'd say the difference with Tony Adams. Tony Adams Tony Adams captained Arsenal 18, you know. There's he's like that's it's different levels. Boy, get, get, you know yeah. who the next Arsenal captain is right now, fam. That boy Tini. from Scotland. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was um, Tottenham into the next round. Um, we're going to go over to you, Andy, again. You're the first game off um, the FA Cup weekend. Kenner, man? Kenner <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, will talk about this with passion as well. Shame it's done. Yeah, remember that around here. Um, but, you know... As we've been talking about the main topic, Corona, Aston Villa unfortunately had a COVID breakout in their first team squad, I should say, uh, which led them having to field their under-23s. You know, they played really well, great goal from them, but Liverpool came out as winners. So, Andy, talk us for that game. Bro... (laughs) Basically, obviously, Aston Villas came out with their under-23s and under-18s. So, there were a couple under-18s in that in that squad as well. Uh, we came 
semi full strength. Um, more than semi, to be honest. Um, we we had. Oh, yeah, yeah, more than semi, to be honest. So I'm thinking three goals in the first twenty minutes, man. But it was none of that, Bro. to be honest. It was absolutely none. Of, it was laboured. It was poor. It was basically Aston Villa on the twenty threes were doing the same thing that West Brom, Newcastle were doing, just sitting back. Um, hoping that um, Liverpool don't score and when we catch them, we'll catch them. And and um, they, they they led in it. It was 1-0 to them, innit? No, 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 no. you guys scored. Mane scored. Yeah, Mane, like they oh, Mane, the header. Yeah, sorry. Mane, early header. And then they equalised. Um, Barry, finish, which was a very good goal, to be honest. Yeah. But poor defending from Reese Williams. I like the boy, man. I, I wasn't... Not gonna eye him too tough. He's a young boy. Um, he came from non-league last season, so he did well against against better opposition. But that one was very poor from him. Um, second half, um, same thing actually at the start. But then, obviously, it looked like the under twenty threes they got tired, and eventually we ran out comfortable winners. But would I say overall it was a comfortable game for the players? Nah, was it? Was it even like nice to look at as a fan? Nah, I was pretty disappointed to be honest, man. And I don't know where to. I don't. I, I think we're in trouble to be honest. I don't know where we go from here. Can man. I can I ask you? Can I ask you a question, Annie? Because yeah, like, when I watched the Southampton game, um, I think you guys uh, finished with like thirty-eight crosses into the box at the mm. end of the match, and we know that like a lot of your play, uh, your build-up play. Um, comes through the flanks and you, you put crosses into the box. But do you not feel like when that's not necessarily uh, working for you, <clears throat> there should be an alternative way of doing things in order for you to create goals? Yeah. So obviously, this is why when um, Thiago and uh, Shakiri came on, um, it, it changed. So then everything went through the middle and it was kind of forced through the middle. So we played around their box and we he drilled it into players in the box and around the box so then we didn't we didn't we didn't do the crossing in charlotting mm-hmm. but we did the actual you know the butter from behind yeah boom so obviously with those two players but especially tiago um with them in with them on the pitch yeah he'll he'll he has the quality and he has the vision to do that but like a henderson remember that um that tweet that Kenna, Kenna posted where they, where they were like Hendo would have passed it wide yes, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. facts not even mm-hmm. Hendo Genie all of them they would have probably passed it wide but Thiago he, he, he knows there's more chance to score if you just pass it forward mm-hmm. there we go so to be honest I, I remember Drew like even last year I remember you mentioning because um, I think we talked about the whole crossing aspect of Liverpool performance and I think we almost questioned it at a point I mean um, obviously, it was working at this point, but I think you were even touching on the fact that you wanted to sign a, a baller of a set centre mid so you can play through the middle a lot more. Because mm-hmm. I think you realised that was probably a bit of an efficiency of you guys. And I think it's probably coming um, to light in a bit more this season with obviously Trent not not being as as precise as what he's like. Um, obviously, Robertson, I think he's, he's paying out his skin. But I think, um, yeah, it's when I'm watching you guys now, I think I'm noticing it a lot more than I did last year when it, all the crosses were almost landing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird one, isn't it? It's a weird one with Liverpool. I think from the outside in, obviously, we're ups in it, but at the same time, I think it's one of them ones where you're just going through, you're going, you're kind of going through what City kind of went through earlier on in the season. I think you're just going through a period, isn't it? But you have too much quality for it to last 
last too long. Like, I think give it two, three games, you're going to score a few goals in one game and then you'll, you'll kick off from there, I think, personally. So yeah. I wouldn't be worried, personally. I mean, I am worried because other teams, the teams that, like City, for example, that are written off completely, but they're kicking, they're coming, they're kicking on. Mm. United are kicking on. Um, yeah, the rest, the rest are not that far. They're not. Okay. They're, they're, there's teams that are not even that far. Leicester, Spurs, yeah. who else is around? They, they're not, bro. They're like five points. It's five what, what's points. been? I'd say. Huh? I'd say as well. Like what's been worrying for for you as a fan probably is like with the games you think, oh yeah, okay, we didn't do so well in the last game against Fulham or whoever. Like we'll bounce back this game, but then again, you don't bounce back in that game you expected. Bro. That's where you've probably been questioning a bit and club has looked a bit i don't know a bit oh, weird like even 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 uh when you won against villa he wasn't too happy about the villa but uh, there's situation. nothing to be happy about he knows it as well you know yeah it. yeah yeah there's so nothing to know. be happy about man but yeah we'll see man i think i think the united game is coming at a perfect time to be honest because this is the perfect game for us to bounce back yeah. um i'm also happy that it's at home because we do struggle at old trafford but yeah, you, do you remember when, um, when two years ago, when City went through that rough December and yeah. they played Liverpool at the right time and they beat us and then they went on to win the league? Yeah, league, so yeah. I'm thinking about something similar. Hopefully, man, hopefully we'll, ca- we'll, we'll, we'll catch them cold. So, a later than usual, obviously, that's now January. As you just mentioned there, yeah, your next game in the league is at home to Man United, which should be a feisty game. Um, hmm. Obviously, in between, I think United, you've got to play your game in hand, haven't you? Before you yeah, get Burnley on Tuesday. Burnley on Tuesday. But you guys made it through yesterday. Um, you played Watford. I mean, Char, some people will, will say your message was a bit shameless to even doubt that you're going to go through. Um, but yeah, so United... That does this, man. <laughs> do you, do you, shall, shall, shall I tell you, what, you know, shall, Okay, like 20% of it is disclaimer just in case it happens, Yeah. And then it's the, not twenty percent though. No, 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 no. Let me explain. Uh, let me explain it once and for all. Yeah, listen. I know my club very, very well. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that we have approximately three to five banana skins within a season. Three to five. Yeah, I don't know when they're gonna come, but I just know it will happen in it. And I just look at game by game. And I, I look to this game thinking Watford obviously don't remember when they got relegated, but. In a one-off game, like they did Liverpool last season, they can turn up. Like it, it, it can happen. And obviously, I was looking at our team. A lot, a lot of changes. Um, I felt like we'd probably start fast, but a lot of these players haven't even completed sixty minutes, let alone ninety minutes. So I could just see it being one of those kind of games where we just it, it becomes a banana skin. Not to say about Watford are better than United or should have beat us on paper, but it could have just been one of those games where we shouldn't have lost, but we lost. That was my point. Jesus. Char, char, char just draws for that. This game smells for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I only use that phrase, yeah, when I'm almost certain that we could actually lose. And it's usually, I usually use that phrase within big games like, like the game, the game, there's been games in the, in the past where I've used it. And, and I think, I, I think I used it when we lost to um, either Brighton or PSG. Um, and look, I'm not a mind, I'm not a miracle worker. I'm not sure it's always going to happen, but I don't trust my team enough to always go yeah, into games yeah. thinking that we're going to. How was the basically. Watford game? Because McTominay scored early. I, I, I saw the first 10 minutes, but then I crossed. Oh, it's dry, man. It was dry. Like, I think right, man. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a hard watch. Um, I think um, 
we had some some good production from Tellers on the left. He he produced for the goal, um, but you know, generally speaking, it was just we had the the early spells in the first and second half where we we started quick. Um, where you know, in in another game we might have got a couple of goals within that period, but once that initial sort of um, quick start goes passes. Um, it was just very much uh, passive, um, not penetrating. Uh, and yeah, for the most part, it was, you know, Watford had had a couple of chances. I mean, they weren't massively threatening in any way. I think um, uh, the two the young boys, yeah, Ismail Asar and Pedro yeah. um, were, were looking, um, you know, quite bright, but but nothing nothing really to write home about in, in terms of chances. I mean we stayed solid um did enough to get the win but it would have nice it would have been nice for it to be a, a more convincing win uh, to get a couple of goals and, and and also to boost confidence for some of the, the fringe players like uh, your Van der Beeks, uh, your your Mason Greenwoods at the moment um who who didn't didn't play especially well. I think you know Van, Van der Beek looked tidy. Um, you know, he, his link-up play in and around the box is, is something that we, we knew about before he reached United and he showed some of that uh, on the day. So it was nice for him to get a 90-minute run out. But yeah, nothing to, to write home about in terms of the game itself, but we came away the winners. So. <clears throat> yeah, it was one of the ones we didn't have a best player on the pitch for me. I, I was looking at him. I think probably McTominay, I'd say, maybe. But mm-hmm. even he, I don't think he was outstanding. I just mm-hmm. think, yeah, it was just a, it was a, it was a snooze fest, to be honest. Exactly. Well, through to the next round, I guess that's all that matters. Yeah. Um, and obviously, yeah, you guys got the job done. And yeah, um, you move. And obviously, you obviously said that you have your next game and you've got Burnley. Um, are you home or away for that one? We are home, I believe. Actually, no, we might be hand. No, you're away. Away, 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 away. You've been checking, yeah? Yeah, we're away. So what are you guys saying now? Because you've got... Big game on the Sunday this time next week. Um, Benny are picking up form. Yeah, this game smells for me. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. <clears throat> anyway, nah, four, I, I want to get four points out of the, the next two games. Don't know how we get them, but four points for me, that'll be a, a good return. It'll be typical though, wouldn't it? Like, we'll just uh... <laughs> um, away to Burnley. Um, for us not to capitalise on on points available to us when others around us are dropping points. I mean, we saw it numerous times last season, and yeah, that's what you know, it's, it's just one of them ones where you're you're almost half expecting it to happen again. But yeah, you know, yeah, let's see what happens. Man. It hasn't happened so far this season, but I'm as 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 Prejudice said, it will be typical for us. For all that good work we've done in the league, and people saying we've turned the corner, just for us to drop points in our game in hand, and it. But I'm not gonna lie to you. If we drop points, I'm gonna be livid, and you guys are gonna hear from me next week. Livid, um, but yeah, um, I'm, I'm I'm expecting the dub at Burnley, but yeah, we'll see, man. Ah, uh, cool. Say no more, my bro. Um, so two more fixtures um, left. Gonna go to the Bexley boys. <laughs> I mean, if 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 look at the fixtures, um, obviously United had a good. Playing the championship team, um, Tottenham, of course, with their fixture. We'll go into Chelsea. We played Morecambe. Um, you would have thought Liverpool, Aston Villa would have been the hardest one for, for, for within our group, but obviously Villa had their um, outbreak. So I think this was probably the hardest game within our group. Um, and Newcastle sides that 
I haven't been playing great, but you know, it's the FA Cup, um, probably the most challenging um, game. So, who's going to do this one then? Tabo or Mitch? Starting uh, with. Run it, yeah, Tab. Um, so I'd say um, we had a, quite a, a lot of changes um, after obviously the team that's been doing well in the league. Um, so it looked at, we looked a bit rusty throughout the game, although we did have, I'd say, control of the game, just weren't taking our chances, uh, really. Um, and uh, we then had to go to extra time where we then brought on the... <laughs> You know, <laughs> put on the, the star boys, should I say? Um, Saka, um, Emil Smith Rowe, um, and then obviously later on, Lacazette joined, and uh, we got our first goal, uh, through Emil Smith Rowe. Nice little link up play. Uh, he won the ball, yeah, he, he, he won the ball actually, um, passed it on to Lacazette, and yeah, and, and yeah, got the goal. Nice finish, um, and then, um, brilliant piece of play. You know, we don't usually shout this guy out that often, but yesterday I was thinking to myself, this might be the guy maybe uh, for now anyway, to partner uh, Thomas. Um, so Xhaka, Granit Xhaka, great ball to Kieran Tierney. Don't let Thomas um, do this. <laughs> <laughs> great ball to Kieran Tierney. I didn't expect him to play that kind of pass to be fair. Um, and Tierney um, gets the assist and Captain Yang got his goal finally. Um, so that was good to see, um, yeah. Great ball movement from Tierney there, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was overall good, but I, I just didn't expect um, Xhaka to give the ball back. Yeah, that first time. That first time. I think he did. For me, that's his good side. If he, try, if he tries that on the right side, he's not going to do it. If he, On right. his left side, he's got that. He's got that. But okay. if you put, put him on the opposite side of the pitch, mm. he ain't going to find that pass, for me anyway. Um, but yeah, that was a good pass, man. It was a really good pass. Yeah, so um, I, I'd say it was... Um, Okay, performance. If we look at it for on a ninety-minute basis, uh, where we didn't have the shooters, uh, which is a bit embarrassing. But yeah, um, only thing I'd say is only thing I'd say is Willian. Willian, I knew it. Like, <laughs> I don't know what we need to do to just get him into a tether that just don't play the guy. And th these are the fixtures that we said. Okay, he can take part, but he still stunk up the joint, man. So <laughs> he played late, yeah. didn't he? He played he played as a 10, but I think the more the more frustrating player is Joe Willock, because you oh, would have God. expected that he would have stepped up in that game, but he yeah. didn't do much. I mean, William, we know what we're getting with William, and it's it's Arsenal's fault because we, we just don't know how to buy players from other other teams, our, our competing teams, and it's shown in the past, but it is what it is. But yes, um Willock disappointed me. For oh, sure. and Nelson as well, to be fair. Uh, yeah, no, I can't lie there. That Nelson, oh my God, he yeah. is terrible. I mean, Sorry to say. No, but don't apologise. <laughs> for the first time, Arsenal made the right subs. I mean, we, we made three subs in the 90 minutes. Obviously, this went to extra time. William came off, Nelson came off, and Willett came off. Them three were awful. And like Shalom was just saying there, it's disappointing to see Nelson and Willett perform like that because... They're not regulars in the Premier League. This is their chance to show, like, oh, we should be challenging. Yeah, they should be good. And yeah. they were just so bad. And you think, you, you look at Saka um, and um, Smith Rowe, and you're thinking, these boys are younger than you. They came from the same academy. What are you doing? They don't do that dripping yeah. down stuff as well. I, I, 
I'd 100% say I'd 100% say those two need need a loan out in the Premier League to a you know lower team where they get continuous amount of games because you can't really judge a player when he's playing dribs and drabs. I know you're saying you know he they should be performing more. That's the end end goal worth it. But when you they need to a continuous amount of games where they're playing. You know, five games. Who, who are you talking about? Are you talking about um, Willock? Willock, Willock, and Nelson. They need, they need that. I think they need that. Yeah. But, but Mitch, but Mitch, what I'd say about them too is they've had the chances for us to see enough to say. Yeah, Willock. These played, two are not yeah. gonna. They're not gonna impact the team. Especially no, no, but what, what I'm saying is, it's different. The pressures at Arsenal are different. If you put them that loan, uh, a lower end team is, it's not gonna harm them any good. You will see more. You'll find out more about them there. Then, then you find that whether when they're playing, coming as a subs, um, playing in FA Cup games, sometimes I think they need that. I remember Willick; uh, he had a run in your 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 your, your prem team. Yeah, like, what, what was the game? Yeah, it was that two. It was that two What a good run! Yeah, no, run. like no, because no, he didn't take his chance, didn't it? Obviously, yeah, if you start yeah. two games, you don't no. play best. And they're no, all in the Europa as well. So, yeah, yeah, he didn't. He didn't take his chance. But the thing is, with Emil Smith Rowe, his loan to the Championship did him well. But yeah, the, yeah. but the question is, you have to take this with a pinch of salt, really and truly. Would loaning Joe Willock and would Reece Nelson right now be a use of Arsenal's time? I don't no. think it is. I, I think you should sell him. Yeah, um, and that's what I was getting on to, the deal with Norwich, Mitch, that give the two and we get the um, Emmy guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like that would... But don't, I, don't, go on. don't you think that's a bad deal on our end? Because those are, those are young English players. You Bro, no, nah, Mitchell, 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 no. Not young anymore. Obviously, they are young, but they're not... They're, they're not 20, um, Saka. They're 20, bro. They ain't they're doing it, man. <laughs> and the thing is... I think Willick, I still think there's an okay player in there. That, that Nelson, though, bro, he's not good, man. No, yeah. They're both, they're both trash, man. If I'm yeah. yeah. What, and anyway, what, what like positives anyway out of the game? Obviously, those are the negatives. Those two played really bad and William played really bad. Pepe was trying a lot in the game, which I'll give him. That's, that's what we want to see. We want to see him try. I still don't think he's worth 70 mil, but that's not his fault. It's not his fault that we went and bought him for 70 mil. Um, and Max, and Max, you got a 30 mil player there. Um, but shout out to Mari. Mari's been playing. Oh, well, it's not your fault. Yeah. You bought him for seventy mil. No, I said it's not his fault. It's Mitchell. Oh, he reminds. He used to remind me of Pogba's transfer fee for time, and now it's not. It's his not. Fault. It's not. But, it's not his fault. Uh, but I got, uh, his fault. So yeah, yeah, Mitch, I got a question. I got a question. Do you reckon we would feel the same way if we bought Pepe for fifteen? Because this is the same argument someone ran 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 at me yesterday, and I thought, no, if I bought him for fifteen and I have a player sucker doing better than Pepe, then I'm pissed as well. Yeah, you would still. Uh, yeah, yeah you'll still, still be annoyed. You still be annoyed. The, no, I think wouldn't. the annoyance with I think the annoyance not even from us, but even from me as an outsider is why didn't you just go for Zaha the extra ten? I know that's annoying. It's annoying. That, isn't that it, would but, that would be the annoyance. I I, I, I think. I think because Pepe had a, you have to look, you have to look in the future. Can he be resold or sold after? And I don't think Zaha had that particular um, element to him. So it made sense in Arsenal to invest in Pepe. And if he does well, you can sell him on. And Pepe, I believe, is younger than Zaha. But so yeah, what, that, are you saying Arsenal selling that's club? Problem. That's the problem, I think. Um, you, you, well, <laughs> well, well business minded. Well, well, that what doesn't that doesn't make sense because and Liverpool selling club, you sold for me, um, Coutinho to Barcel. Yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying. So you would, you would, so that's basically you would buy someone for seventy mil, thinking and you would sell him for double. I think what Sean but, was saying is with Zaha, his next move is a bit, would have been a big club, whereas with um, Pepe, it was a 
I want to say a risk, but there's a potential is if we were to sell him again, if if it didn't work out, like some Arsenal fans may may say it's not working out for him now. Manu, isn't that the frustration though as an Arsenal fan that like it's too business minded and not enough for get not get, for me because me I, 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 I'm giving him this chance. Theory. I think that's not an excuse, man, because Zaha has proven he did it. Yeah, that's my he point. He carried like, you lot like a was, few games before was... the summer. There was like, also the case with Zaha though that they'd have to pay the fee up front, whereas with Pepe they spread. Yeah. It oh out yeah, a the, the instalment yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. but Klana. <laughs> no, I, I think everyone would know now, like or even before, maybe Zaha has always wanted to come to Arsenal or a bigger Premier League club would have probably been the right um, hindsight. But, but as Jake said, yeah. there, there's all the money issue. About yeah. I was gonna yeah. say, I was gonna say something. I'm seeing a bit of a um, chemistry going on with Emil Saka and Laka. They're really yeah, doing so, something. Yeah, it's so really what, great. Yang, Yang out the door, yeah? Not Yang out the door. It's just <laughs> the fact that it's the, <laughs> it's a resurgence of um, lacquer coming up. And that's yeah. really helped by Saka he and Emil. Ball, yeah, because I, I don't think Yang would have put would have done what Laka did at that position. It's mad, yeah, because we were talking, what, a month ago, a month or two yeah. ago about Laka, oh, get him out, play a Bamiyang down yeah, the middle. curious case of Laka, bro. yeah. And playing the fact that Aubameyang needs to go down the middle and now all of a sudden it's like, oh, like Laka's actually... You see what goals do to you, man. As a striker, yeah. you know that as well, Kyle. Like, I feel like Laka, now he has yeah. someone that's close to him in um, Smith Rowe. Yeah. yeah. I feel like when we were judging him before, Arsenal didn't play with a 10. To, no, be honest, what, to be honest, to be honest, what Toe said might be true, though. So if, if for whatever reason, um, Yang moves on and they build these youngsters around Saka, uh, around um, Laka... Hey. He could back, yeah, no. Hey, he might be right yeah. still. Um, the, the, the youngsters have definitely changed Arsenal. I'm not saying that for the good. I'm not saying they're going to do the madness. But, but I agree. They still need some experience around them. And, then, and I think that's we've kind of got a good mix at the moment of experienced players and um, the youth coming in. Um, and I think what you then said with Laka, I've noticed as well, that game against Newcastle, he was directly involved. Obviously, the first one, he gave an assist. But even the second, we won the ball back. And it's just mad to see what goals do to a man. And obviously, it's good to see Yang the, score. The thing is, he's not doing anything different to what he was doing. As you said, he's just added the no, goal no, element. That's what you said. They, they've yeah. got good chemistry with them three. Like, yeah, uh, them three. Like, yeah, they've got a good chemistry. So, like, you know, you want to play more. You see you see it now. Um, obviously, we had that tough, tough month, that November, December period. Um, but, yeah, yeah I think... Should, the whole... throw have come in earlier then, do you reckon? Yeah, he was injured. Uh, though. No, 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 he was no. injured. Oh, was he? Was yeah, he yeah. should have come coming back. He was coming back off an injury. How our timing's been and how things have just changed. I just want to know what Arteta saw in Willock and not Smith Rowe to begin with, because he was injured, bro. No, no, even like last year when he went out on loan, like I've not seen a lot of Smith Rowe, but from what I've seen, he's just the common stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, where did this come from? I think it's oh, what, oh, everyone knew what. Because everyone didn't even really talk about him that much. Oh, right? Shalom, I don't remember anyone man. saying, oh, uh, uh, I, yeah, Shalom, bro. Shalom, Shalom was boy. Shalom died on that hill when it hit. <laughs> 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 you always laugh at him. You might then back him, you know. You ask no boys, then back him. Yeah, one more name, Arthur. Add me next time, man. But yeah, um, Emil has always been touted, man. His, his time, if you speak to any coach talking about top level under 23 coach, Emil Smith Rowe's name in their mouth. So if you if you listen, you guys would have known. Yeah. Um, especially when he went to I think Huddersfield last year in the championship. He yeah. Really, yeah, he did really well. I had moments to be fair. Yeah. So he's just mad tidy for me. I like him, man. I like he's him. very mad tidy. Yeah. 
One and he's got energy as well. I like yeah. the fact that he's just moving. That energy causes issue yeah, yeah. for a lot of... Yeah, that energy and that one-two passing. And then you have Saka who picks up. And yeah, it's 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 fun times for Arsenal, man. I enjoy watching them play. And you have Daddy Lacazette just, you know, keeping things tidy. Just Daddy, yeah. Now Arsenal are back. It's what Shalom said. We're enjoying watching our yeah, team. Nah, yeah, we're enjoying it. it. Boy, that West yeah. Brom goal uh, when Saka scored, and even just the one that uh, Smith Rowe scored yesterday. But you know, let let let's also like Mitch said there. I also want to give appreciation to another person, Brett Leno. I mean, Andy Carroll should have scored, but he really did keep us in the game in that last He's couple of whack, man. Um, the last couple of minutes. But yeah, Andy Carroll really should have scored. Um, but he's, he's, he's he should have had a double. He should. Yeah, he, should he should. At least. You know, we've got to remember this guy has also been injured a lot. He hasn't really oh, played. But Muni, bro, oh, come on, God, those bro. finishes, come man, come on. Yeah, Muni. To, to, to be honest, the second one, Leno, Leno did well there. Nah, nah come on. He was straight at him. It was straight at him. Nah. But that first one, that first yeah. one, <laughs> unforgivable. <laughs> if there was Aguero bagging it, <laughs> even if, regardless if, he, if he's been injured, yeah, regardless. Two years injured, and Aguero is bagging that. You know that. So Andy Carroll's on record saying he don't care about football like that, man. <laughs> Even when he made his Liverpool move, he was like, boy, check his bags the same night, bro. Uh, well, that's then Arsenal through to the next round. Um, one more so team. What Arsenal that- fans, a, a bit early, but are we winning this? Nah. Winning what? This is their trophy, Joe. FA Cup, your trophy, Nah, I'm Ask me tomorrow. Ask me tomorrow, He wants to see that. He wants to see that. I rather just win Europa, to be honest, if, if I'm, if I'm yeah, keeping it. Yeah, that's what I want. That's what I want, Europa, because there's no way they're making talk for. Um, but yeah, we need that Europa. Jake, we've left you, um, oh. but, you know, Save the best for last because I'm hearing <laughs> some people turned up today, bro. They turned up. I mean, uh, if they didn't turn up, that'd be really emblematic of bad problems. <laughs> no, um, it was quite. A, it was a really strong team, to be fair. I mean, for reports before the game for Chelsea, we had brought up a lot of the youth team into the bubble to train, start training with the youth team. So a lot of people took that as a precursor. But we started really strong team like Werner, Havertz, Ziyech, Mount, all got the start. And from the start of the game, Morecambe were really defensive, which, to be fair, you expected. Their striker was about 30 yards out from their own goal, let alone the rest of the team. And it was just a case of us playing it side to side until Ziyech got the ball and then tried something spectacular and didn't work for most of the game. But it was good to see Werner and Havertz both get on the score sheet. Werner managed to tap it in from two yards out as we saw against, who was it, Leeds, I think, where he managed to divert it over. Like, he's been struggling for goals massively, so to at least see him touch into the net was nice. And then Havertz to get his goal, where it was a really good header. Like, he beat their centre-back, got over the top of him from across from Asby. Mount scored a nice goal. Hudson-Odoi started second half. Like, it was a fine game. We, we were dominant. Like, they really didn't come to play any sort, any form of attack again which is completely fair but it is what it is we we moved on no trouble whatsoever good to see our boys get on the score sheet although like say I was expecting that or at least hoping that would happen so we'll just move on hopefully get a nice tie to the next round and keep going so what what are you saying about um Frank's job does he need a what what's the expectation for this year Jake 
Well, I, I said it from before the get. I wanted us to finish third or at least close the gap to the main contenders, which were Liverpool and City. And I wanted to see us have a decent run in a trophy and get to the quarters and the semis. Now, the Carabao Cup, obviously, we went out early to Spurs, as Stride said earlier. So that can't happen. So this is we need a big run in the FA Cup for me. Um, Champions League, we've obviously got Atletico. And when we first got that draw, I wasn't amazingly happy, but I was still confident we could get a result. And then we had the last month of games, and that confidence has very much eroded. <laughs> So that's going to be a struggle. But, I mean, Frank's obviously, this last month, I mean, eight games we picked up four points. That's not good enough. We, we had that discussion last week. I've calmed down a lot since that City <laughs> game when we got absolutely ripped apart. And I've been trying to read up stuff on, like, how to make myself feel better and stuff like I think Toast put it in our chat about how, by expected points, Chelsea should be third. And there's a lot of this stuff where, like, underlying numbers and these underlying stats, Chelsea have fantastic well not sorry not fantastic but we've definitely closed the gap to Liverpool but on the pitch product we haven't and like Frank Lampard's got now we play Fulham on Friday away that has to be a win and then we've got Leicester away on the Tuesday that really has to be a win he has to try at home man they all get a dub well he has to start showing that he in these bigger games that he's fantastic. Like a lot of Chelsea fans, myself included, got drew in by this big unbeaten run, but we didn't actually beat anyone. Like, I mean, what was it? We haven't beat anyone that's higher than eighth in the league. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. It's nice that we're beating the teams be- that are below us. Fine. Like you sort, you have to do that. Uh, 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 sorry, you didn't beat us. No, so I mean, I mean, in, not over the last <laughs> month, but like in that unbeaten run we were. Yeah. Obviously, the last month we've been horrible. Like that's that is a fact. Like the only game we won was, well, the only games we won were against Leeds, which we started off really poorly, but then got the win against West Ham, which was one of the worst 3-0 wins I think I've ever watched in my life somehow. And so he's got a start showing off the team. He's had now, what, two weeks near enough from when we play City to when we play Fulham. Like, you've got to be able to use those two weeks almost like a mini pre-season to get your tactics right, to get your press right. Like, against City, against Arsenal, against these teams, like, we just could not press correctly. Like, it sounds stupid, but people did not know their, their assignments. People didn't know what we were doing. It wasn't unit. It wasn't cohesive. So hopefully he's worked on that. We've used Morecambe as a bit of a confidence booster. And he really needs to push on because if he doesn't get top four, I'll, I struggle to see how he'll keep his job. Well, well, like you said, you've got some interesting two games to go. I mean, the, last, the Fulham one should be a dub. But, you know, it's, it's going to be that it's... West West London, you know, they'll bring it in the South West London, whatever you want to call it, West London Derby. And then there will obviously, that Leicester game will be very, very... Are you home for that one? That's going to, that's uh, no, be... we are away for that one. So mm. it, it's very much a case of where he's... Like, we've obviously spent the money and he's, he's kept on saying it, that you need that time to gel. But eventually, this season, you knew... You, like, he knows himself, you have to start performing. And hey, we've you... given up a whole month of the season to not perform. You can't Jake. afford many more games now of not turning up. Jake, do you think, because um, I'm thinking that even a lot for United, with the whole idea of basically not winning silverware but getting closer to Liverpool and obviously having a good cup run, mm-hmm. whether that be Champions League or FA Cup, don't you feel like that increases the amount of pressure that he's going to walk into next season with? 
because I, I was thinking about it on on United's um, perspective, and I think even though we're saying that yeah, we want to get closer to um, to Liverpool than we are this season, um, and obviously get a good cup run, I'm looking at it thinking next year if it's, it's either do or die almost. It's like you don't deliver either the Prem or, or a big significant trophy, then they've got to go. Do you feel the same way with with Lamps? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like I think, well, this is the thing, and obviously you and Prez can speak to that. Neither Ole nor Lampard should have got their respective jobs. And I think you could even make a case for Arteta at Arsenal to a certain degree, not as much as Ole or Lamps. But the only reason they got their jobs was because they're club icons. Mm-hmm. Like, and Lamps had a pass last year, no matter what, really, unless he was absolutely rubbish because of our transfer ban. Like, he was going to get away with that. Yeah. But he knew, and like, they keep bringing up his first press conference about how. Um, someone asked him, have the ownership told you you have to get top four? And Lampard responded with, they don't have to tell me. I know the expectations yes, of this yeah. club. If you take a job at Chelsea, Man United, Man City, Liverpool, etc., etc., you have to realise the pressure's on. You, you pick that job knowing the pressure's on. Mm. So when you say do or die, like Lampard's in do or die right now. He can't keep, we can't keep playing the way that we are and keep getting the results that we are. And he expect to stay in this job too much longer yeah we've obviously put in a lot of money we've got a very high wage bill we we're struggling to get rid of anybody so that wage bill is not going down and i think like in terms of contracts at the end of the season that are up the only ones that are major are Thiago Silva and Giroud and we'd more than likely want to keep both of them so now you're thinking okay how are we going to trim this well the only way you're going to afford it is by getting Champions League football again so he has to get top four because if not, next year's books, like you're, they're not going to be pretty. Yeah, no, agreed. Yeah, Lampard stats don't make for good reading uh, as a manager. Um, I think I was reading somewhere uh, that he has the, the worst um, points per game. Points per game total. Yeah, Tabs mentioned that in last week's pod. It's just, like yeah. I say, like his underlying stats look great, but results on the field are what matter at the end of the day. You can go on saying like, oh yeah, we've got, we should have had all these expected goals. You've got to put yeah. it in the net. Yeah. And that's sometimes not his fault. Like obviously the burner misses, you can't really control that. But it, like there is just some stuff like relying on... So in the City game when we subbed on Havertz with 20 minutes left, why? What's the point? Like Havertz is in such bad form now. Why are you subbing him on with 20 minutes to go in a game we're losing 3-0? Now, don't get me wrong. He, he played pretty okay. But it was like, what's... There's just... He's, he was acting very much like a manager who was desperate. Mm-hmm. And that you can tell that's then the pressure's getting to you. And you can't let the pressure get to you in these jobs. You have to wow. still perform with a clear head and still get Big to it. Big finally and, seeing the light, man. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> loving this, man. <laughs> I think yeah. the- now, any of these new guys, Jake, they're going to go through that stage where they expected something to be going well. If you remember, Arteta as well was under the same fire. People started looking at the little niggles. Oh, he doesn't know what he's saying to Ceballos when he's doing this. Or yeah. like, people just start picking at stuff. And obviously, everyone buys into it as well. And then it, it becomes tough. Yeah, so, it was like when, when you're hey, winning, but- it's everything's easy, isn't it, at the end of the day? When everything's yeah, yeah, yeah. well, it's fine. Like, you want to see your manager react. I'm I'm very hopeful that Matt, that Lampard will react, but it's whether to be seen or not. And I hope he does for his sake and for my sake because I do want my club icon to succeed as a manager. 
But as I've said throughout the, well, throughout the last couple of pods, if he doesn't succeed, my club will sack him and get a new manager yeah. and we will be winning the league sooner that's or later. Ex- as well. Expeditiously as well. That is fact. Um, what, what, I wanted to ask you something, Jake. Never mind. All right, well, if it comes back to you, Andy, let us know. But that was obviously, you know, our team's uh, roundup in the FA Cup. But obviously, you know, they all say it's the magic of the FA Cup. And there's just three games that I've picked out um, that were, you know, the big tip or the big shocks. Um, the first one I'm going to start with is a shock, but not a shock because of the team that was fielded. Um, as we mentioned about Aston Villa, Derby County also had a COVID outbreak and they played um, National League North, North. side. North. Yeah, um, Chorley. Um, and obviously they went out to lose. But then again, you know, Derby had to field their under-18s. Um, so it then kind of takes away the whole um, big... Yeah, you know, although, yeah. So shout out them anyways. They're through to the next round, um, breaking, you know, their history. Um, and probably the biggest one after that had to be Leeds, boy. Yeah, that, coming. Just to say their team was a strong team. I'm just, I just want to say that. It wasn't like some, they were playing their youngsters or something. They had their ballers on there as well. Minus, I think, Bamford and a few others. But, pe- but people saying Crawley actually bowled out. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah they Crawley played well. still. Mad. Beelzebub. Yeah, if you're going to if you're gonna beat a Premier League team 3-0, that's not a fortunate win, is yeah. it? That is, a, that is you slapping them about. If you saw the goals as well, like, they were good goals. Like, good goals, man. Good yeah. finishes. Yeah. Yeah, no. They, they, they fully deserve that, man. I just, I remember, because I didn't watch the game because I was watching Chelsea at the same time, but I turned it on, I think, like, maybe a highlights package or something. They zoomed into Bielsa at the end. And that quiet rage of that man, he was like, <laughs> I did not, I was just looking at the Leeds players, like, I do not want to be in that dressing room. Christ alive. He will be swearing at them and they won't understand he what's going well, on. He'll make them run 200 laps, bro, tomorrow he, in training. He probably hoping for a level. decent uproning one of these competitions, I would have thought. Yeah, yeah. They should, they, they yeah, I think, think they should be very Prez, uh, it's interesting you say that. I was thinking about this when I was watching West Brom the previous day. And I was thinking, most of these managers probably don't want their team to get a cup run if they're in the relegation battle or mid-table, like mid-table bottom side. Like, they would rather just um, concentrate on the Prem and stay in the Premier League. That's more beneficial to them than a a cup run. I yeah, feel like they will stay. I feel like Leeds, Leeds will stay in the Prem and they'll be that. They'll be a mid-table side, but it would have been nice to have, like, a little bit more to their story this season. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, and obviously for the guys that love a bit of a stat um, in the last nine games I read somewhere Leeds have in, in this round so in the third round they've lost seven of those games and they've been all lower league um, lower league clubs for the last nine times they've played a non a lower league club and they've lost seven of those at this uh, point I can state. imagine their, their, their fans off because they, 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 they've got football heritage you know? Leeds are not like a joke innit? so I can imagine their fans are very, very disappointed right now because, because yeah, no, I would be few if I was a Leeds fan, I'd be fuming. Well, it's uh, the thing though, Leeds, though, isn't it? Because like you say, football heritage, they're up for the Premier League. Like the fact they've come yeah. up to the Premier League, it doesn't really matter. I think yeah, to them. Yeah, like, the Leeds fans that I know, they're just they're happy that they're back. Happy, like they're yeah, playing yeah. some. Don't get me wrong. Like the football, you can argue the side of um not being defensive enough, but they play some to great, at least yeah. to watch some great football with some yeah. great results, both sides good and bad like, in terms of just manic like yeah. they i think 
Don't get me wrong, you don't want to be losing to Crawley 3 0 when you're a Premier League club, but it's That's just a case of they... Yeah, that was weird. That, yeah. that was actually weird. But they never got they never got going. That's the weird yeah. thing. They just never got going in the game. But they can look at it as this style of football with all the fixture congestion. They don't have to play any more FA Cup games. They can yeah. just focus yeah. on the league and establishing themselves in the Prem, which is yeah. the only which is the massive thing that they want. And with the last game, that was a shock. And I think Tabo there mentioned about the teams in the relegation zones. I want to focus. Um, boy, Sam took up the role at West Brom. I mean, you know, he drew to Liverpool, but he's lost some games um, to Leeds, especially that Panmin, also to Arsenal. And now they... Um, Can you imagine? They, they, <laughs> you can't save them, boy. Um, <laughs> have, you heard, lost... have you been hearing what he's been saying? Sorry to go on, Mia. No, go on, go on. What's he saying? No, it's actually too funny that he keeps patting them, basically. He's like, every single time he talks to the press, yeah, he'll be like, yeah, no, we've got to go into a transfer window. We've got to sign loads of plates. Like, he even went as far to say is that we need, they need a transfer window more than anyone else. Can you imagine being, like, one of their players in the dressing room, like, reading what your manager's saying, basically saying that we're a bag of spanners, basically, and we, they need, like, he needs to basically have, like, a massive overhaul. They've signed, in it? Snodgrass already. <laughs> yeah, like, if, yeah, if your manager's saying you're not good, you're not good, B. <laughs> <Do> <laughs> like, honestly, honestly, some of the stuff I've read of him, I actually die every time. Like, he, he's so straight, like, straight, because obviously he's been in, he's done it, isn't it? So, like, he's so straight to the point about it. He's like, yeah, we need players. Like, we need more players. We need more quality. And, like, usually, you know, Managers are a lot more like finessed about how they basically say that. Sam Sam Andice is like far from that. He's just like, yeah, we need more players, and I just find it. I find it funny. I just want to. I'm just trying to figure out why. What broke down between West Brom and what's his name? Billich. Yeah, Billich. I'm very mm. interested because it just felt like he just they just shook hand and he they just part. They just want to stay I read, in the league. I read man. about that because um, so it was towards the end of their championship season when they were coming up. And apparently, like, Bilic was just getting pissed off all the time. He actually wanted to quit before they got promoted to the Prem or, like, after the season. He's like, I don't want to do this job anymore. But he got convinced to come back, saying, like, come on, come up to the Prem, deal with it. And he did. And they said, yeah, we're going to spend a bit more for you. We'll try and get some funds. And then they spent it all on dying Ghana. And apparently Bilic was way against that. He didn't want that to happen. Like, he said he was a good footballer, but he didn't want to use all his budget all on funds, them. Yeah. Then they said, well, it's a great business for us because we, like, with Pepe, we can resell him probably on for a higher value. And then I yeah, think there was another so one cool. where they tried, he wanted to sign, oh, no, they sold a centre-back that Bilic really liked. I can't remember his name. And they couldn't replace him. So I think it was after our transfer window closed. They got Ivanovic instead. <laughs> yeah so, and he was just like what what's going on like you're just you're weakening me without actually being able to improve and I think it just got to the point where he was like it was a boardroom thing and he just pissed off of everyone everyone was pissed off of him just let him go even though a lot of the fans still loved him for bringing them up loved with him, yeah. a really attractive style of football and then you've brought in Big Sam and I think especially for Small because they had Pulis didn't they and they hated yeah. Pulis for how he played football and then you've brought in Big Sam. Like I can see Big Sam getting sacked before the end of the season. I really can. Yeah. I can see yeah. him getting relegated as well, man. Oh, they'll get relegated. Yeah. I, I that, their their team is honestly dog. It's so bad. Boy, was so sick getting that job. Oh, fuck West Brom. I won't remember what they did to <laughs> what they did to um our boy Darren Moore, man. I forgot about that. The way they got rid of him was disgraceful. <laughs> oh, yeah. Facts. That loves matter. <laughs> um, he came like a club bouncer on the bench, man. Yeah, man, he was um, so. 
Exactly. But um, and shout out him as well. He's getting the dub of his um he's now Don Costa Rovers. Um, oh, yeah. Did he yeah. get a win? Yeah, he got a win on the weekend. Um but yeah, so that was probably the top three big um Hey, know, but shout out Cameron Jerome though. Hey, <laughs> when you mentioned that you see what the braids? Yeah, still got the braids, bro. Header is eating right now. That is heritage, relegation team's heritage <laughs> right there, man. Has he ever um, stayed up? <laughs> did he play for us, bro? Or am I capping and I say that? I'm sure he did. He's played for all of them. Norwich, West Brom. I just remember that. Stoke. Stoke, Birmingham. Stoke, yeah. everyone. <laughs> so who's he at now? Now where's he at? Oh, MK Dons. Oh, MK uh, Dons. Yeah, so he started his career at Middlesbrough, went to Cardiff, Birmingham City, uh, where you kind of, you know, he hit it up. I think that's himself, yeah. Yeah, and then um, Stoke City. We even went to Palace on loan for a bit, Norwich City, Derby County, and then... Oh, um, the ghetto. Oh, my <laughs> days. Yeah, man. That's a good career, man. He's chopped. He's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's nice, bro. Bam. Cameron Jerome, you know. But the thing is, though, like, I remember, like, that period, Birmingham, Stoke. Birmingham, yeah. I don't know, Norwich as well. He was lucky shooter, you know. Like, yeah, he's still like <laughs> 7 to 10 goals a season. Them, oh, Dari- yeah. them Darius for Seldons. You know yeah, bro. Never back 10 goals a season. Premier League. <laughs> what's that? I've never had these back 10 Premier League goals a season. Surely not. Surely. Who, Cameron? Yeah. Nah, I'm look, I'm checking, bro. <laughs> um, so in the season of um, 2009-2010 for Birmingham City, oh, yeah. in 32 appearances, he scored 11 goals. My God. Shooter. I'm trying to at him, you know. Yeah, great. <laughs> Brother, 18 goals in the championship <laughs> in 41 appearances. That's his highest, highest tally. <laughs> He's mad. Ah. Uh... Um, but yeah, but um, yeah, before we read the shots of the bar, and um, shout out Everton who just about got through, um, had to go into extra time to beat Rotherham. Um, shout out Sheffield United, man. So if they didn't win yesterday, it would have been two, wow. no, it would have been six months since their last win. So they finally got a double. Get them out, get them out of my Premier League, man. Their fourth from grace is nuts, man. They struggled as well. To be but I said that they're gen- going to get relegated. Really people laughing. Like they, them man play with their fans. Sheffield, yeah, of course. Massive part of their that, It has been peak for them. That tall fan. That tall mm. Literally, the yeah. moment that we started playing behind closed doors, they just went to... Yeah, they haven't yeah. won since, have they? They haven't won since, I think. Obviously, that was, oh, yeah, this, is the, this is their first win, but obviously this is the FA Cup, and it was against... Um, I don't even know who it was now, but it wasn't anyone great. Um, but yeah, like Tabo said, they made it hard for themselves. They took the lead, conceded, took the lead, conceded, but finally um, got it through. They played Bristol Rovers, sorry. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, also Burnley, you know, scored in the last minute to take it into extra time and then just about one in penalties. Um, so more Premier, League's, more, more, more Premier League clubs through. Um, we've got the draw tomorrow night after the last game and now for the first time, in the FA Cup history, they're going to do the draw for the fourth and fifth rounds. Um, is it not the back... fifth? Is it not the fifth round next? Sorry, no, it's, it's, it's the fourth. It's the fourth and fifth. Yeah, this fourth is... and fifth. Yeah, this Just is the third. third. Uh... Um, so we've got those draws back to back, which will be interesting to see who you, if you win your game, who you go to face. Um, this thing goes back to what we were saying at the start. 
fixture congestion is going to be. They're doing this for this exact reason, just to get the games out of the way. Um, and as we all know now, there's no FA Cup replays this year. They've scrapped Thank that just to, get the, just to get the games done. So yeah, um, a good FA Cup weekend. No one's you know caught an L. Um, we'll wait and see what happens next. So we're gonna wrap it, yeah, we're gonna wrap it up with some shots of the bar. And I know Shalom, I think you were asking for some early shots. Um, have you got any shots for that today, bro? Yeah, yeah, my shots for ESR, man. <laughs> hey, I'll double up on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, obviously the story with me and ESR when I mentioned him on the on the was it on the twenty one um, players. Yeah, everyone was calling it bike, Andrew on them and Kenna with their smug face. I remember. I remember. <laughs> but yeah, I was... <laughs> that, laugh, that laugh from Andrew. Tell them, bro. Yeah. Tell them, basically, bro. Shalom's polite way of saying, I told you, boy. I told you so. <laughs> nah, nah. Nah, nah. Just thinking about it. Just the, the smugness, like, yeah, yeah, we know bowl. Kind of that stupid smugness. <laughs> bro. <laughs> yeah. Bag. Yeah, especially bro, bro, the thing is, Charles but, but, chatted, but you were laughing too, bro. You impressed. <laughs> this guy, but Charles, a guilty one, but he won't, he won't mention it. <laughs> but, but anyways, with Emil, I think it's it's very much about timing. Timing is everything. Um, the fact that we are losing our ten in Ozil, and he we had no one, and he had to step in. So it seems like a, a great story for Emil, and. Uh, his issue was just staying fit and he's looking like he is, you know, bogged up. He can take the physicality and is only up upwards from here. So my shot goes to Emil Smith-Rowe. I wish him all the best. I can see him being a, a big, big star at Arsenal. And yeah, I was, so far our saviour with Mr. Saka. So shots to Emil Smith-Rowe. Oh, boys. I got a shot. I got a shot for the... Uh, for, not even for what's happening, for what's coming up. Um, this, uh, boy, this is a big week for Manchester United Football Club, Joe. And I, I need to take a shot for all my boys right now. Hope they're relaxing with their families, Jeez. chilling, mm. um, getting prepared. Bruno! <laughs> uh, AKA, I cannot deal with the corn I'll be receiving if United go and do nonsense this week. Innit? So please, my boys, man, if you're listening, please, man, just please, just please, man. <clears throat> Well, no oh, shot for McTominay with the armband now. Yeah, a young, a young tequila rose for McTominay because yeah, <laughs> nah, he, des- he deserves it to be honest. Um, he's been playing well. Um, he 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 comes across as like he's got that sort of leadership quality. Um, I think he could do more. But um, yeah, yeah, young shot for for McSauce. Nice. I've got, a, I've got a young shot, man. When he says McSauce, it burns me, bro. Like, <laughs> no, that's why I say it. Burns my chest. <laughs> I got one shot. I got one shot for our new incoming signing. Um, mm. Star Beasy. Our boy Low Key. We don't talk too much, but. Mm. Oh, record, on record. On print, on print and record. What franchise things? Our franchise too big, bro. I'm never going to use that word. I'm not, I'm not you, man. But, oh! <laughs> but I'm a Diallo. Yeah, I'm obviously he's going to take his time to integrate himself and settle in, but. He looks exciting, and I'm looking forward to seeing what he's got, man. So, yeah, my shots to him. Jeez. Peter's new star boy, yeah? <laughs> um, any more shots before I take my last shot? Uh, cool. Um, 
I got a shot for um boy, my future captain, Kieran Tierney, boy. Um, I can't wait for him to wrap up, but he he's set for it, man. That guy plays with passion and he's doing job right now. So can't wait for the day he gets given the chance to be captain for Arsenal. Um, yeah, it's gonna be good. Um, I've got I've got a question about Tierney. Yeah, sorry, sorry to yeah, go, go go for it, bro. Do you, do you reckon Wenger would have signed Kieran Tierney? Well, what do you mean? Because I think we were always because, in for a left back because yeah, we never we've never been able to really he's be more like obviously. Sorry, sorry. Because he can like ball in it. Obviously, we can see he's a baller, but he's more like like the a throwback. passion merchant. He's like yeah. a throwback kind of left back shirt tucked in. He's not like. You know, like a cliche or Intricate like footballer. Yeah, he just yeah, does his job. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Like that. Do you, I, I don't, yeah. I don't I, think I, 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 look at him, you know. I think but he would. Give him some props, though, because he's, yeah. well, he's actually good on the ball, though. I've given that. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's, he is. He's he is. He's doing I, I hear what you're saying, Drew. No, no, no. I, hear I, did, say saying, that. I did say uh, that at the start. Like, he is, he's good on the ball, but just that's not I, the first yeah, thing you would associate with him. Yeah, I think he's kind of yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, I, mean, I think a Wenger would have signed him. I think the, the thing that happened is Arsenal were lucky to need to need a left back, and Kiarantini was was available at that time. I think. Nah, you man deserve well. more credit, man. He he chose you over Napoli. He, he was it going I Napoli? Remember, I, yeah, man. I was I was, I was following that story because I slightly wanted him because I I've known yeah. about Tierney for a little while now. I know he's been balling for obviously it's the Scottish league. Yeah, they but they loved him. They loved him in, in, at Celtic. So I was like, this guy must be alright. But then, mm. yeah, man. No, you no. He's he's a boy. I like him, man. I think he's a good player. Yeah, yeah man. But this is us, and um, catch us next week when we drop the episode after the Premier League and after the big game of uh, Man United against Liverpool. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you soon. Peace. 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 Peace.